everybody, and once again, welcome back to Learn English with Teachify. As you know, I'm Lewis, and I'm with Will and Mickey today. Um, Will, how are you? I'm feeling great, Lewis. Thank you for asking. I don't know, it's a beautiful day. Uh, it's cloudy, a little bit cold, and uh, it's middle of the week, Wednesday, possibly the best day of the week. I'm just feeling good, you know? What a, wow. Yeah, I just feel it. What about you, Mick? Well, I thought I was feeling good but after hearing you speak i feel like you're doing better than i am are you uh something's changed because i'm not being funny you're usually pretty miserable what's happened <laughs> i'd say almost always he's usually the one bringing us down and uh, dampening the mood souring the mood but now he's over the moon he's on cloud nine right now what's going on will it's a great question i've got no idea what's different but something feels different you know it feels different. Something in the air. Something. Something's. I don't know what it is, but I feel good. Uh, but uh, I'm. I'm happy if I. If I bring joy to your life, I think oh. it's uh, okay. Stop because we don't want to start talking about your emotions again, Will. Uh, just a reminder, guys. Remember, if you are watching this, to subscribe to the channel, to press the notification so you get a little bell. Oh no, hang on, no. Click the bell so you get a notification uh -huh. uh, when we upload new videos, which is weekly uh lewis what's the plan today what are we doing uh well the plan is pretty simple we're gonna have a little chat 15 20 minutes about work life experiences uh so we'll kick off with some conversation questions uh nice and simple all of them related to the world of work so uh given that i asked will first uh nikki i'll ask you this uh question um how do you handle stress and pressure at work how do you manage it? Yeah, I have a few. Uh, I don't get as stressed anymore at work nowadays. I used to, but that is because uh, I feel like we've managed quite a lot of stressful situations, all three of us, over the course of six, seven years that we've been uh, running Teachify. So I feel like we've seen most uh, challenges and we've experienced most of them. So when they come up, we know how to deal with them. Uh, but usually, if I do get a little bit stressed, which sometimes happens, not always, uh, I usually insult Will a little bit. I send him some abusive messages. It's my first, uh, it's my first port of call to uh, offload some of that negative uh, energy and stress. Um, and then I, I work out continuously. Um, I think I mentioned in one of the previous podcasts that uh, when we were talking about the New Year's resolutions, you know, that being fit and going to the gym is not really on my list to do just because I do that anyway all the time. So I continue doing that. Maybe I will vary my workouts, maybe more cardio heavy or endurance seems to be a nice one for me. Um, Lewis, I think you know as well with running marathons that uh, doing endurance training is quite a nice way to remove that stress. I mean, I find that I feel like uh, sometimes when I run, especially after like five, 10 kilometers, I get into a strange zone where I run for another five or 10 kilometers and I wouldn't be able to tell you where I've run, what I've seen or what I've been thinking. I'm completely in a in a world of my own. And that is... Uh, the runner's high, yeah. right? When you forget what you were doing, you go into your own area, your zone, and then you just keep on running like Forrest Gump. Yeah. Yeah. I love my Jenny. <laughs> <laughs> Awesome. Perfect. Now, uh, don't worry, Will, I'll come to you as well. Um, <laughs> um, we work in education, teaching English. Uh, so for teachers of English, English teachers, 
what do you think are the most important skills that they should have in order to be an excellent English teacher? Hmm. Is, it, is this a question for myself or for... Yes, it is. It is. Well, <laughs> go ahead. <laughs> uh, okay. I would say uh, a number of things. The, uh, the ability to, uh, number one, the ability to listen and identify if a, if a mistake is maybe just a slip or if it's something important that uh, needs to be corrected. Uh, they need to be fun and be able to maintain that a fun atmosphere or a, at least a good mood for an hour, even when they are not feeling fun, you know, you wake mm -hmm. up, hangover, uh, dogs eating your cat and, uh, you know, terrible things have happened in your house. Uh, you still need to be able to, as soon as you, <laughs> as soon as you start teaching, smile, uh -huh. Put the thumbs up and uh, create an atmosphere where students can feel comfortable feeling vulnerable. Okay, you know okay. I'm going to I'm going to write that one down. I'm going to leave that oh. there. Yeah. All right. I'm, I'm going to stop. Perfect. Uh, you see, go on, go on. I'll ask you a question. I was just going to move on. Uh, yeah, yeah. I'm just going to stop. But no, actually, I'm going to continue. Well, I'm <laughs> uh, so Lewis, I'm, I'm going to a question for you. All right. Will How... you make it so obvious that you're reading from a screen like me? <laughs> we, do it. We, we do it. We do it before we prepare ourselves, and you're like, uh, okay, question. <laughs> Which one? Number one, number two, or oh, number four? I'm not sure. Okay, number five. <laughs> I mean, I don't, what? I mean, okay, question, Lewis. Uh, how do you, <laughs> uh, how do you maintain a, <laughs> a good work-life balance? Okay, perfect. Um, so how do I maintain a good work-life balance? Um, I'd say one thing that's important, in my opinion, is to do what Nikki said about um, doing some exercise and uh, in my case this varies quite a lot because sometimes I'm really motivated and I'm running and going to a gym and other times I'm a bit demotivated and I just want to go out for a walk and listen to a podcast and I find that doing this really calms me down and it also makes me think uh, because I can be very creative when I'm walking or when I'm trying to fall asleep but then if I'm sat down in front of my laptop for some reason ideas just don't come um so that's an important thing to get out of the house and do some exercise uh other than that i'd say uh, it's good to as i was mentioning a few weeks ago to have an idea of what you're going to do uh, each day so setting some kind of to-do list and then knowing that once you've done that to-do list then you can enjoy something in your personal life you can meet up with friends uh, you can i don't know play video games whatever you're into they're two important things and another thing uh, to be honest uh, during the week i'm happy not to go out and socialize um which i guess helps with uh focusing on my professional life but also means that when the weekend comes i can let my hair down and i can blow off some steam <laughs> and i can just relax and think ah it's the weekend i'm gonna disconnect i'm gonna unwind and i'm not gonna worry about work 
So yeah, I like to uh, let my hair down at the weekend. <laughs> oh, it's funny. It's funny. It's funny. Wonderful. Good. Ricky, what's the best career advice you've ever received? Uh, I've three, two of them spring to mind, and one of them is uh, one of my own pieces of advice. Pieces of advice. Do you, shall I just say that again, just so the listeners can hear? Yeah. yeah Not yeah, advices. Yeah. It's a piece of advice. Oh my god! Oh my god! I'm not even going to explain it. I'm just going to let the listeners work it right. out. A yeah. piece of advice, or a tip, or a recommendation, or a suggestion, because we cannot say advices. Advice yeah. is uncountable. So if we want to make it countable, we have to add a piece of a piece of advice. So go on, Mickey. Tell us about uh, one of the most important pieces of advice. Pieces of advice that you have received. <laughs> Just to clarify, M Mickey started this with one of his favorite pieces of advice was his own advice. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh, no. I don't know. My head's not going to fit through the door after this. <laughs> um, okay, so my uh, my advice, my personal advice is, is quite simple, actually, is just to take pride in your job. Okay, it doesn't mean you have to like it um, or, or, you know, wake up every day and love what you do. But if you just take pride in every task that you do in your job, at least you're doing it to a good enough standard. Um, which I think is something everyone should do, but not just in work. I think taking pride in everything you do, making the bed, Will and Lewis. What? No? Oh, okay. Yeah. So my advice would be taking pride in, in your life in general, but also what you do at work. The second piece of advice, which was given to me by one of my good friends called Malcolm, um, he said, be prepared for rejection. Uh, so this is uh, when I started Teachify, uh, and he'd run some businesses previously. He said, uh, oh, congratulations on your new business. Uh, be prepared for rejection. And to be fair, it was sound advice. Okay, It was very good advice because, um, yeah, you have to be prepared for rejection and not let it get you down, especially when you're trying to grow a business and you need to just keep fighting and pushing through the barriers which may come up along the way. So this is a good piece of advice. Don't let it get you down with rejection. Also, in your personal life, rejection doesn't matter, Will. And the last piece of advice actually came from my dad, and I never understood it, which was don't work too hard. And I know you're both thinking, what? Is <laughs> you never understood it? <laughs> what well, do you mean? <laughs> well, I was like, because I remember starting a job and my dad was like, yeah, just don't work too hard. And I remember thinking, why would somebody say don't work too hard? Um, and Papa Soto turns out actually now I understand further down the line. Basically, what he was saying, this is my interpretation of it, is when you start a job, you need to quickly in the first week is analyze the position you're in, the company you're in, the structure that it is, and see where you can go within that company. And is it worth pushing the boat out and really exceeding your expectations because there is an opportunity to go further within the company? If there is, then you work hard. If there isn't, then you just do the job. You do it perfectly, but you don't get stressed. You don't bring work home with you and you just kind of take it easy, but you enjoy the job in the moment. So there's my three pieces of advice. Take pride in what you do, be prepared for rejection and be selective when to work and when not to work hard. <laughs>
Okay. All right. Yeah. I like it. I think they're pretty good tips. They're good recommendations. Good pieces of advice. Uh, Papa Soto, a wise man. Yeah, maybe just a drunk fool. I don't know. It could be, it could be one of the two. <laughs> Depending on the day, the moment, the week. <laughs> awesome. Now, uh, after those great pieces of advice, uh, let's just discuss uh, a debatable topic to finish off today's pod. And it is the idea of a four-day working week, uh, which some of our clients have started to adopt. Uh, the world of work, in many cases, has become more and more flexible with remote working as well. Um, so what do you guys think? Um, uh, Will, what do you think about the possibility of having a four-day working week? Uh, does it have more advantages or disadvantages? It's a good question because, <clears throat> to be honest, as you say, we have a few clients who have this four-day working week, um, and they seem to enjoy it, and they seem to be productive, so it seems to be useful. Um, but I, I always think, you know, five days is not so bad. <laughs> I mean, and also the majority, it seems the majority of companies only work half a day on Friday as well. So they have a long enough weekend. So uh, I, I think if you can be productive and squeeze it in and God, it really does depend if you enjoy your job as well. I would say if you can be productive and do the same amount of work in four days without reducing your quality of life, uh, for example, if you have kids, then obviously it would take away time with kids or maybe make things complicated, um, then great. Uh, but if you can't, uh, I think spreading it out over five days, I personally don't really see a big advantage because a three-day weekend seems special for maybe three weeks. Then it becomes normal and you'll want a four-day weekend. So uh, I think uh Four, four days if you want, five days. You choose. That's what I think. Are you wow. saying give them an inch and they take a mile, Will? <laughs> I, <laughs> I'm saying, seeing people, you know, they get, they become comfortable. No, I'm going to be using that. <laughs> <laughs> We're about to go down a slippery slope right yeah. now. <laughs> yeah, no, but um, I don't know. I, for, for me, it's a little, I enjoy my job. So I don't care if I'm working on a Friday or whatever, you know, uh, I, I like what I do. And uh, I know that other, and I think it's different. Some people do their job and they're happy to do their job, uh, but they don't enjoy it in quite the same way. So maybe, I don't know. Yeah, maybe the way to go is a six day working week, right? I mean, or seven. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> six or seven. <laughs> yeah. See, uh, I don't like it. No, I was just going to say, I'm kind of on the fence with the four-day working week because I feel like there was a big hype and everybody was talking about it like a year ago. And it seems like it's kind of fizzled out uh, over the course of the year. It's died out. Not many people are talking about it. So I don't know if this was just kind of a bit of a, a, bit of a marketing tactic or a bit of a perk to encourage people to join specific companies because they offered a four-day working week. And I think it's also important to know, is the four-day working week, does that mean that they do the same amount of hours in five days, but in four days? Um, or are they actually doing fewer hours that week as a four-day week? Because that would mean working 10-hour days instead of your usual eight or seven or whatever it is. So I think that's something to take into account. But also, just reminding me, Will, of an expression by Mike Tyson, the great Mike Tyson. He says, do something. He said something that's important that people need to do is to do something that you hate but make it seem like you love it uh and i think 
that's something you need to do with work sometimes. Sometimes we hate doing things, but you need to just do it like you love it. Uh, that's another little tip there. Mike Tyson, you're the man. Perfect. Good, good. We've got some good quotes here. Um, I was just about to say that uh, for me, if I could choose, and I ask sometimes uh, my students this question, would you rather, let's say you uh, work the same amount of hours in total, but you work Monday to Friday, only uh, starting early in the morning and finishing at lunchtime, like the typical uh, intensive schedule that many uh, Spanish companies have in summer, would you rather have that or work long days from Monday to Thursday, but then have Friday off. In my case, I like doing a bit of work every day and I like having that uh, kind of objective and push and motivation to get out of bed, to do something, be productive. But I like finishing earlier or I don't like working until very late. I'm much more productive in the morning. So I would say easily working five days, but only working in the morning instead of working uh, four days per week and then having the Friday off. Yeah, I think it's what would you interesting, just say? isn't it? Because it's, uh, we are in quite fortunate positions with our business um, and sector where we do have a little bit more flexibility than other companies. But there are a lot of sectors where you can't, you know, you don't have that luxury of being able to work mornings or afternoons because, you know, the work needs to be done. There's timelines, there's timeframes, whereas we are, we're quite fortunate in that sense. But I do agree with you, Lewis. I like working mornings. I, I think I'm more productive. It depends on the year. Uh, I used to try and fight it. And when I wasn't feeling very motivated, I'd force myself to get out of bed and start working. Uh, but now, because of the fortunate situation where we're quite lucky with the timetables, is at th some points throughout the year, I'm more productive in the morning. So I will make sure I make the most of that morning and do all the essential stuff. But then at some point in the year, I don't know when, I don't know if it's to do with the stars or the moons or the planets. I have no idea it changes and I'm more productive in the evening. So then what I do is I change my schedule. So I do all the essential stuff in the evening and take it a bit easier in the morning. So I just kind of work depending on how I feel. But that again is, you know, I'm, I'm in a fortunate position to be able to pick and choose that. Uh, whereas a lot of people aren't. So yeah, I don't know. What do you think, Will? I, I think the same. I mean, if you, I'm, I think I'm more productive in the morning as well. I like getting up. I like having, for example, if I have to teach a class or have a meeting, I prefer to have it right in the morning at eight o'clock or nine o'clock, because then you can just gradually do as much as you can. And, you know, the, the good thing as well is even if you're a bit tired, you can take a little break, very small, just detach for 10, 15 minutes, whatever it is, uh, then come back, work again. And uh, I mean, I basically live in my office. Uh, you know, I even sleep on the sofa. Uh, so it's uh, not by choice. And uh, <laughs> and uh, here we go. It's, it's a little bit different. Um, but I think, uh, yeah, I think if you enjoy your job and if you uh, can find that balance, working a little yeah. bit every day is probably better than just squeezing everything in. Because maybe you then for you end up hating or resenting your work as well. But just 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 thinking out loud as well, like just because also. I say like we're in a fortunate position where we get to pick and choose like, you know, the schedules and when to work more, when to work a little bit less. But, you know, it's also it's not just the responsibility of the company. Uh, it's also the responsibility of the individual to find those moments to disconnect and enjoy themselves. Like, for example, Lewis, as you were saying, you know, when you lacking a little bit of cre creativity when it comes to creating content and you go for a walk and listen to a podcast, that's a decision that you make 
because you know it will encourage you to get those creative juices flowing again. Whereas some people uh, wouldn't do that. They would just sit there and kind of stew in their own, mm, don't know what's... Lack of ideas. Lack of <laughs> ideas and not try, you know, not change the environment or the situation to try and spark that curiosity again. So it is down to the individual as well to try and find uh, those ways to keep motivated, which is different for everyone. Um, yeah, exactly. 100%. I agree. And uh, today we're not going to go over any idioms, expressions, phrasal verbs, but we will do next week. Um, but uh, let us know in the comments if you're watching, um, when do you feel most motivated? In the morning, in the evening, at the weekend? And also, uh, do you agree with Will about uh, us maybe having to work seven days per week in the future because of holiday working week? Oh. Terrible <laughs> idea. Terrible idea. <laughs> so thank you so much for uh, watching and listening. I hope you enjoyed it. Uh, don't forget to subscribe, like this video, and we'll see you in the next one. Don't forget to teach you by your life. Bye. 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 Bye.